Welcome to the Daily Drive Podcast, part of the Imagine Golf Podcast Network. Enjoy listening to a previous series inside the Imagine Golf app, where each week we feature seven concepts from a best-selling book or a top mind in the game. Here is our founder and the voice of Imagine Golf, Malcolm Scoville. Welcome back to the Daily Drive. Every week we launch a new seven-day course to help you think better and play better, all through the power of the mental game. This week, we have exclusive access to Rick Sessinghouse. Rick is one of our favorite coaches. We hope you enjoy it. Over to you, Rick. So outcome goals is a controversial topic when it comes to mental game coaches. Now, I started my career as a swing coach. And to my knowledge, we're supposed to have a target on every single shot. That's your outcome goal, everybody. Yet most people are fearful of what outcomes mean. I don't want to go here. I don't want to go there. Well, I get that. But we want to have clarity in our outcome goal, which is the target. Now, some people say, don't get obsessed with score. Don't I go, I didn't say get obsessed with score. But if I have somebody who has a goal to be on the PGA Tour, their work ethic is going to be a lot different than somebody who says, my goal is to break 90. Goals provide clarity, they provide motivation, and they provide a path to move forward. We have to know where we're going before we get there. In a pre-shot routine, because I get back to this all the time, people say, you shouldn't have an outcome goal. And I said, so we just aim anywhere? You know, or we, we hop in our car and we just drive aimlessly around? You need to have clarity in where you're going, which then helps the process. And I know all of you want to have a great process. Fantastic. But me wanting to break 100 is going to have a different focus and a different process than me wanting to shoot par. Okay. So I use outcome goals to motivate, outcome goals to create clarity, which then helps us create processes that will lead to those success. So I'm fortunate that I get to work with a lot of competitive golfers. And we do use outcome goals as a way to help processes. So for instance, here's an example. The final round of the Open Championship, Colin is paired with Louis Oosthuizen. I speak with him the night before and I asked him, what is your goal? Now, we've been together for over 17 years, so he already knows where I'm going with the question. But I asked him what his goal was. His goal was to win the Open Championship. That's an outcome goal, everybody. Okay. Then the follow-up questions is, who needs to show up in order to give yourself the best opportunity to win. Now, some people go, what do you mean who needs to show up? Well, in order to win the Open Championship, you might want to think about being focused and composed and confident and calm and being in the present moment. Because many people, and I've worked with some competitive golfers who would get stressed out and nervous and feel the pressure. So we were defining his outcome goal as he wants to win. That's the goal. And we have to now be careful of well, okay, we don't get just into, I got to hit great shots. It's like, how do I need to be for 18 holes? And he took that on as a challenge that I'm going to have fun. I'm looking forward to being in the final group. And yet on a shot by shot basis, now our process was communicating with as much clarity as possible with his caddy, JJ. So we took the outcome goal of winning and we brought it down to more than just hit great golf shots is how does he want to be on a shot-by-shot basis? So all of you have a goal for your round of golf. If it's, I want to shoot 79 or below, 
I would then follow it up with what type of golfer, what type of person do you need to be? Hey, I really need to be somebody who's committed to my pre-shot routine today. I need to enjoy my round of golf. I need to do a post-shot routine to minimize me getting emotional, right? Now we're feeding the system of having clarity of what you want, but then there are certainly behavioral goals that we need to support that. So have an outcome goal, but we always follow it up with how do you need to show up that's in your control that will give you the best opportunity to reach those goals. That's all for today. Until next time, keep imagining what's possible. Thank you so much for listening to some of my tips about the mental game. To learn more about myself, Rick Sessinghouse, please visit www.flowcode.golf to learn more about some of my strategies and philosophies in my online community with Flowcode Golf Academy. Thanks again and play in the flow. Hey everybody, it's Malcolm again and the team at Imagine Golf. Quick favor to ask, is there anybody you know that would appreciate being coached by Rick Sessinghouse, coach to the number two player in the world, Colin Morikawa? If so, just tap here to share, hit that little button and send this lesson to them. We thank you for spreading the good knowledge and tips inside Imagine Golf and also helping to grow the mental game. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Daily Drive podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and be sure to rate and review this episode. If you want more content like this right now, download the Imagine Golf app from the App Store or Google Play and start your free seven-day trial. You can listen to hundreds of snackable mental game lessons. Imagine Golf is helping thousands of golfers lower their handicaps, play more consistently, and get more joy out of the game. Think better, and you will play better. And as Malcolm said, until next time, keep imagining what's possible.